Hey everyone, this is Connor. Before we get started, I just want to encourage you to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. If you become a patron, you'll get access to multiple exclusive episodes every month. And you can also join our patrons-only Discord chat, where Pete and I talk informally with the Podside Picnic community. So if you like the show, go ahead and check us out at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. Thanks. Welcome back to Podside, everyone. This is, of course, Carlo. And today we are joined, obviously, I'm joined by my co-host, Kurt. Hey, Kurt. Hey. And today we're joined by a returning guest, the raconteur of games himself. Hi. Trevor Strunk. How you doing, sir? Goodness, I'm, I'm better after having that, uh, that lovely intro. Um, <laughs> Well, Tre- Trevor, I, I had to, uh, I'll admit, I had to go back and and listen to your previous visit and then, oh yeah, it was the raconteur of. <laughs> I, yeah, no, that's great. I really like that. That makes me sound really cool. Um, so some people just call me like uh, that guy who talks about video games and that's like, it's a little less exciting. <laughs> it's just like, they, they, they usually call me Jesus. Would you shut up about the games? <laughs> Good Lord. I don't care. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, okay. So, uh, uh, yeah. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Doing oh, very well. Wonderful. So, uh, and, and we're all here today to talk about El Juego. The game itself, El Caballero Hollow. That's Hollow Knight for anyone out there. Who- <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was like working on that in my head before we is started. That, uh, like, is yeah. that uh, B- Bug Quixote? <laughs> <laughs> it's Antonio Mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have to do the little like Hollow Knight bug noises with like a TH, like. <laughs> I go buff. (laughs) (laughs) This like this this is just the uh, the the big bug kind of super super bug that you fight a few times the dung beetle just like yeah it, that's true that's like true. a slight oh, mexican the dung accent beetle. I, I love the dung beetle <laughs> oh he's so great wonderful character now, now that you say uh like like mexican accent he, he he does sort of leap around and his moveset is very much like uh, a luchador <laughs> yeah oh no absolutely i think he's coded that way for sure i mean it's superhero on one hand but i mean how how close is that to a luchador <laughs> yep. I, yeah. I I love it. Even when he was like, he kicked my ass like at least twelve times, but I could not help but love this character. <laughs> oh, he's wonderful, oh, yeah. and like especially if you play sort of like the DLC and you do the the boss run stuff, which I, I did a little bit of. I never I never finished it, but I did a little bit of. Um, there are some like versions of him that are so hard and you still are just like, this guy's so fun. I love this guy. <laughs> he's just like very, he's very enthused about fighting you. He's just, just uh-huh. leaping about, you know, bouncing. He, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's one of the have... only people in the whole game who seems to be having a good time. <laughs> yeah. He, he definitely has. I mean, and sure he lives in shit, but you know, he makes the most of it and throws but it it's around. His, it's know? his shit. 
he's yes. fine with it. He's he's, he's, don't he's like actually it, though. I think that's like, that's the thing. He's also willing to share it with you on your head. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, Hollow Knight. I mean, it, what a what a weird like uh, tentpole game this is. Like, just like yeah, un, I, I can't imagine anyone who was putting it out thought. I'm sure they thought like, oh, we have a great game here and all. But like, I can't imagine anyone would be like, yeah, this is going to be the Metroidvania that people kind of reference for the next, you know, five or six years as the main well, I mean, one that they like. I was I was looking it up and I was like, wait, this was made in 2017. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm coming to this game like <laughs> way late. <laughs> and, 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 but, like, you know, to their credit, they've kept the, and, and they've kept adding stuff to it. With like for free too, like tons and tons of of uh, free content. I, I I believe they have added to it like like after the fact. Like I, I think they did like two entire free free DLCs. I think for it. yeah, we're, we're, we're waiting. We're waiting for uh for the for the Hornet game. But like, I mean, who can blame them for being a little slow on that? It's a whole other game. Like <laughs> it's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I mean, also, it is a, yeah. it is a big game too. Like it is. Mm-hmm. Like even compared to, I think other Metroidvanias. Like I played Hollow Knight, and then right afterwards, I played. Um, uh, dang it! What's what's the weird Catholic one again? Oh, blasphemous! Um, un- Hollowed blasphemous. Blasphemous, yeah. blasphemous! Yes, and blasphemous felt bite size in comparison. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, that yeah. Was a nice little short I, film. I have to <laughs> having having played blasphemous first. Yes, you are absolutely correct, Kurt. I was like very taken aback that is like, oh, that that was the big boss. That was it. <laughs> In blasphemous, and I was like, and here, like, um, we were we were <laughs> chuckling about this uh, before we started, uh, and, and before you 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 arrived, uh, Trevor. Uh, that that without me really thinking, I had been at it that long. I've put in probably close to like the last time i saw it was 118 but i'm sure that i've i've clocked like clocked in a an extra two hours so i'm close to 120 or over 120 hours in this game and i'm like sitting there going like how (laughs) And, and i think part of it is the fact that it is very um like it really invites the exploration aspect a lot i apparently have 75.5 hours in um, which is surprising to me. I mean, I don't, that I'm doesn't not, seem, I'm, that doesn't seem true. <laughs> it doesn't that seem seems true. Like a lie. 70, what, what, really? Like only 75. I, I mean, I oh, would, that's the lie. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's lower than it ought to be. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like it, it was a game. I just like, I absolutely inhaled this game and like, I, you know, my, my sort of, experience with metroidvanias is a funny one because actually with with blasphemous of all things um i like i got to a point playing that uh, i really like metroidvanias i i play i've played many 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 of them and when i play them i get kind of like fixated on getting mm. all the stuff <laughs> like to a point where when i finished blasphemous i was like oh god like i i really enjoyed this game a lot more when i was not trying to get all this stuff like I, I, <laughs> I wish i didn't have to i wish i wasn't doing this anymore like i just i want to be done um and then i i sort of i tried to change the way i was playing metroidvanias to to try and not exhaust myself instantly uh, okay 
But I do so maybe, feel maybe, like... I mean, maybe you're okay. just significantly better at Metroidvanias than either Carlo or I as well. I I've played may so many. <laughs> I, I mean, like, one of the things about Metroidvania... So, like, one of the things that uh, Carlo was saying when, when we were getting started was we might have to lay out the definition of a Metroidvania. Um, but one thing I'll say for the medium, just as a, as a like, a, a general thing, and it's true of Hollow Knight, too, I feel like one of the medium-specific elements of a Metroidvania is, like you have specific gadgets that are going to solve things. You're going to look around and you're going to say like, Oh, that is high. Um, I can't get that yet because I'm going to get a double jump or, Oh, that is low. Um, I'm going to get a thing where I can roll. Uh, and, and like, this is, I mean, this is all basically coming from Metroid uh, and super Metroid um, and, and various Metroids after it. Um, and like, you know, it's something that just like there, there is an expectation of that where it's like, you look at the world and you're like, not allowed there yet. Not allowed there yet. <laughs> like can't, yeah, can't yeah. go so, there yet. Um, so yeah. So so Trevor, I, I don't. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt, but but it just occurs to me um, that yeah. that is that the is that the thing that would that does not make say a Mario game that has as as much platforming as uh, as Hollow Knight, for instance, or, or perhaps more. Yeah. Uh, is is it? Is it basically having a series of like tools that yeah. eventually open up the rest of the game? Is is the weapon a, a factor as well? I don't know. No, I think you're absolutely right. Like it is so. So Metroidvanias are are that's a, a portmanteau of two things. Uh, Metroid, which was a famous game on the Nintendo, uh, which involved like a space pirate named Samus who you know explored this area and you know this sort of like. Um, uh, the weird planet uh, and, and tried to find her way through and kill this thing called a Metroid, which was, uh, you know, a real, a real bad problem that was you know hurting people, I guess, or could <laughs> hurt people. Um, the first game doesn't have a particularly clear plot, but that's okay. We don't hold that against it. Um, but uh, the other game is Castlevania, which is um, of course, famously about Dracula uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, the the problem is that there's a Dracula. And, uh, yeah, there's a Dracula, <laughs> and you got to get rid of that Dracula. That's a real big issue. Um, but the thing about uh, Castlevania is it takes place in a big area. There's a huge castle. You have gadgets. But the the really the only thing that the portmanteau takes from Castlevania, like the, the, the genre takes from Castlevania, is the sense of a, a very expansive area, right? Mm. Um, and especially it takes it from like later Castlevanias, like Symphony, um, uh, Symphony of the Night, which does have more of like those, you get these power-ups for good, uh, which, which you can see in something like, um, uh, uh, what is that game called? Um, oh, shoot. Uh, I'll figure it out later, but, um, <laughs> you know, like it is, it is, it's this, um, you know, like the main thing that, that, uh, Metroidvania does is pulled from Metroid, which is you see the world initially. And as you go through, you get different ways of exploring the world via power-ups that you fight for. So in Metroid famously, you can turn into a little ball. And when you can turn into a little ball, when Samus can turn into a little ball, that means you can get through little caverns you couldn't before. Or, you know, Samus gets screw jump in um, Super Metroid. And that's when you can suddenly, uh, you know, scale a couple walls that you couldn't before. And now you can go check out a new area. Um, and so, you know, barriers essentially only exists 
so long as you do not have the tool to get through that barrier. Um, so that kind of conceptual apparatus of like collecting gadgets and getting through previously, you know, unmanageable areas is the, the, the bread and butter uh, of the Metroidvania genre. One of the things okay. I think is interesting about like even talking about Metroidvanias and I mean, you, you can make this case for a lot of genres, but because it originated, you know, in that era of of games where uh, teams were still quite small and, you you know, you could you could you could realistically have a creative team of one person like, you know, like Metroidvanias effectively were created by, you know, like, I guess I guess like two people like what is it? Uh, Yoshio Sakamoto and Shigeru Miyamoto, I, I guess, arguably, and like they're still around, and it's, it's it's and it's funny like how at least like when I play Metroid, and especially when I play like Super Metroid, like the line from those games to Hollow Knight is so much clearer than oh, yeah. in a lot of genres. Like so, like like you were saying, so many of the conventions are still directly there, and it's just interesting that it's like. It's it's so you, you can literally like draw a line from like a couple of guys who are still hanging around and like aren't even that old, actually. Like, I think they're only like in their 60s. Yeah, no, it's, it's wild. Like, I think like it, it's one of those things where they just like they unlocked a mechanic that was true in a lot of games, right? Like you can play a ton of arcade games like Pac-Man or like Joust or whatever, like and you realize like, oh, yeah, wow, like collecting stuff is super fun and I enjoy it. And like, mm-hmm. I like getting everything that I can get. Like that's, that's cool. People love, people love collecting things. Like we just, this is this, this we know to be true, but what, what, uh what Metroid kind of unpacked. And I think is like, so important is this idea of like, not only am I collecting things, but I'm also opening up areas that I was unable to go to before in this explorative kind of cave system. Um, and and this is something that like was in video games from, from like the very first moment they came out, like Colossal Cave Adventures, one right, of the right. very first, you know, things that could be considered a video game. And the whole point is you get to explore a cave. <laughs> um, what Metroid kind of understands is, yeah, look, like everyone loves to explore. Uh, what What's even better is when you can feel like because you uh, beat an area, now you can finally get to that sort of like extra spot that you couldn't before. Mm-hmm. And th- actually like the, the thing I was trying to think of was bloodstained, which is a sort of like a, a re reimagining of, of Castlevania by a, by a contemporary um, developer. And like, it is, it is very much, has much more of the Metroid elements. So like certain parts of the castle, you're just looking at, and you're like, ah, I wish I could get up to that chandelier. You can't not yet, but eventually you will. And that, that feeling of like, I can't yet, but I will is, um, it's uniquely addictive. <laughs> well, the, the the other thing that stands out to me is being something that's very present in Metroid and is especially present. It's, it's not present in every Metroidvania. Like, I think it's arguably less so in Castlevania, but it's very much the case in Hollow Knight is how like on on an artistic level, how much that type of gameplay or this this genre lends itself to like a very like hauntological, like all the events have mm-hmm. happened and you are wandering around in the aftermath sort of storytelling. And like for me, part of the excitement of playing through these games and exploring is when you suddenly come to like 
a story area and you're like, I know, I know I'm about to either fight somebody or learn some really intense shit, maybe both. Um, and it just gives me <laughs> yeah. this, it's this unique sense that like, normally I, I don't get outside of books. Like, like I get that same sense when I'm reading, you know, I don't know, something like uh Gormenghast and you get to like a very like lore heavy or like weird, like uncanny part of the book and you get that like that excitement or at least I do about like finding the weird the mystery that's been on the edge of of your perception and Hollow Knight yeah. especially I think is peppered with those moments and it's it's interesting to me again like that that whole vibe is very much present from the beginning and I personally I I absolutely love it totally yeah no I agree um I don't I, I I'm talking too much so I'm gonna <laughs> let no, no, no. Else talk uh oh well I, what I, the only thing I would say there is you know, this is something also that people have identified as very soulsy in 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 Hollow Knight. And Hollow Knight yeah. has the <laughs> the mechanic of you drop your souls and you can go back and get them. Yeah. Um, so, I mean that that exists for sure. But I, I think you're you're right in identifying it not just as a souls thing, but also as a hey, like this is something that was in Metroid and that like this whole planet feels like it is broken and abandoned. And Mm -hmm. the only person that's getting anywhere here is Samus. Like Samus is able to kind of like, you know, go check out, well, what's going on? What's going on in this cat in this catacomb or what's going on in this version? And there's just a bunch of bugs who have been, you know, ruining it or or eating it. And of course, that is something that shows up in uh, in Hollow Knight as well. So, I mean, not not to. I don't want to push back too much on that because I, I don't have any, I'm not entirely sure if, um, Carlo, you should always base. push back on everything I say. <laughs> <There you laughs> so it's a really smart um, idea. Uh, no, no. I mean, uh, like, like, so, so one of the things that I'm thinking about is, um, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a problem that is solved in a Metroidvania by then the narrative device of like, yes, it, everything's already happened because what you want to do is you like one for uh, th- that sense of adventure and exploration. You need to have basically a, a clear map, right? Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. where there's only baddies, you know, you, you've, you've moved sort of like the idea of the, the frontier that you now have to uh, navigate to the video game character and they get to explore all this stuff uh and and it's obviously you know practical because then um you know from like a resources point of view you don't want to have you know everything take up all the 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 processing power you 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 only need a couple baddies yeah. Well, and I mean, even thinking about it from like sort of a a a personnel version of of process of like power and 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 resources you know it Something that's kind of beautiful about Hollow Knight is this. It it, uh, it feels like it has a far deeper story than maybe it explicitly does, because mm-hmm. like the areas are so evocative in, in in you know their emptiness, and and there is a story that's told by just like the story that's not being told, right? And I, I think mm-hmm. like being able to sort of say like, yeah, the ruins speak for themselves because they're they're ruins. Um, you know, it it can be a cheat, yes, but also when you have something that's as good as Hollow Knight, it actually just feels effective, right? And that's the same thing as in Metroid or in a Souls game or something. You're just you're you're make, you're helping the story along maybe seventy five percent. Well, I mean, I think I think, um, and I don't know if you remember this, uh, Trevor, but I, I think I'd mentioned it to you in one of the previous uh, in one of your previous 
previous visits. Jesus Christ, what what is wrong with me? <laughs> uh, that that you know, for for a game to um, sort of work, you it needs to have like the, the narrative has to have a, a a hole in it so that the the you know the player or the character can then insert themselves into it, right? And I, I do yeah. feel like uh, weirdly, I, I was laughing while you were talking about like you know the the story that Hollow Knight doesn't tell, um, and, and you know I was like thinking, oh, it's just like jazz, right? <laughs> it's, it's all the words you're not telling. That's the real story. It honestly, if you would, if you want me, if you put, if you pin me down and ask me what game is most like jazz, I would. <laughs> Hollow Knight would be in the top five. <laughs> I can, it is, I can it see is that. a very, it's a very impressionistic game. It really is. Well, like, and, and, and like, oh, good, good. No, 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 no. Sorry for interrupting your, say, like, your, your train of thought. One of the, one of the things about like, one of the things that always struck me about Hollow Knight is that it is like, there's so much going on in there that it like truly does not seem to care if you if you happen to click in on or not where like not not care that's that's a little strong but like it's not as concerned about you you know getting every single beat um what this this came up for me when i, I think it was like it might have been after i beat the game like and i was just doing my completionist thing um i found the b area the the hmm. hive Mm-hmm. I just hadn't found it before. <laughs> like I didn't know yeah, it was there. Yeah, you can miss it completely. And well, like, yeah, I mean, there, there's only uh, like that area. What is it? Is that um, Kingdom's Edge? Right. Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's like a little cave, and there's like two little bees in there. And you're like, oh, that's cute. And then you hop past them, and there's nothing else. And you're like, oh, I guess that's weird. <laughs> you <laughs> right. can just keep on going. And, and you're like, yeah, you don't ever have to get to it. And it's this whole ecosystem and like really interesting area. The boss there is super interesting. Like everything about that realm is like super, you know, colorful and, and compelling. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that you can just be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see that one is like, I, I don't know. Like there's something about that within the Metroidvania genre, which is very much a genre that <laughs> wants you to find everything and see everything and play everything. And it's very important that you see it all. Um, the fact that they just toss it in and they're like, all right, maybe you'll see it. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty cool. Like it's, it's, it's just a confidence. Ho- Hollow Knight is also kind of interesting in that you can, you can like go f- finish the game quite, quite early. Like mm, you can, you mm. can pretty much make a beat, a, a B line or a bug line, I, I guess, uh, to, oh, 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 oh. to like at least a version of the final boss. And it's just like, okay, the game ends. And like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really quite tell you like, you kind of fucked up a little bit by by beating the game now. Like, there's a better way to beat the game, but like, just, you just like a big, big, big Dark Soul font. That you fucked up. You fucked up. Um, but two things that that I wanted to say before we completely move away from the kind of like the genre itself. One is that what's interesting is that if you think about, we were saying how like you know Metroid essentially created this genre more or less, and that that sense of hauntology and of exploration and of of a story that is kind of not really explained but is it almost feel you can almost perceive it and like there's probably a specific answer but it it also works just as well if you don't really get what's going on is that metroid of course uh, like was was heavily based on on alien and mm, the first yes. half of alien is exactly that where they're kind of wandering through you know, these weird ancient structures and they come upon the, what do they call them? Not the navigators, the, uh, the, 
the the pilot or whatever the yeah the, the pilot, weird like yeah. engineer like the like the weird giant alien that's been like chest bursted and and all, all that is like that to metroid do the whole genre to this and it's it's interesting how it's like i i guess in a way ridley scott created metroid Base and, like, <laughs> like after well, I mean, you, can, you can even you can even squint and say that gary gygax did because there's like there's an element of oh, that's true of like a, a D in there like particularly in mm. terms of like um, the game Rogue and then the Rogue Likes that came after Rogue, mm. where like you're looking at something like I, I think like the 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 most I mean actually the most relevant contemporary version would probably be Dwarf Fortress, um, but you can also look at something like um, Stone Soup or um, or uh, RimWorld, like it, basically these things where it's like you're you're going through and the game has its own discrete kind of approach to. Uh, the story that's being told, it's not a continual story. It, it it resets pretty much every time or pseudo resets. So you get different abilities every time you're kind of like approaching the same thing. And, and I mean, it's very much like um, the, oh, what is that? Uh, the, that, that, that Gary Gygax, like party killer mod where he's like, everyone got too strong and he's like, okay, this is the, this is the hardest dungeon of all time and everyone's going <laughs> to oh, die. Oh, you're talking about a tomb of horrors. Yeah. Tomb of <laughs> horrors. Right. It, it's like, it's similar to that like, where it's like, <laughs> You're just you, like, you, okay, you just, let's see how far you can get, idiots. Like, yeah, you, you just had to say that that was the, the killer dungeon master uh, <laughs> module of par excellence, you know. Yeah, Gary Gygax oh just got mad at everyone who had <laughs> <a> strong <laughs> characters, but I created the Metroidvania. But like, it is, it's like, it's a met, it's a roguelite that, a roguelike, excuse me, that, that is like, it, it, what's curious about it is it is, has a story that is, um, you know, like specifically continuous, unlike um, what roguelike uh, rogues and roguelites um, are, which is like, you know, a, a one-time deal that you get kind of like variations on again and again and again. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of forebears when you actually like kind of peel it back. I think Ridley Scott's a super interesting one. The, well, the I mean, last and, thing and- that I wanted, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to reference that, um, and there are a couple of moments in Hollow Knight where you'll see like something that's in the background, you know, like a giant, you Mm -hmm. know, like the the remains, you know, the exoskeleton, uh, hollowed out exoskeleton of some giant bug or the abandoned shell or whatever it's called, the cast off shell, yeah, yeah, Yeah. the cast off shell or whatever. It 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 really is, and uh, yeah, it's. I think that part of the the also part of the appeal uh, is that sort of it's it's contrasted like these look like weird cosmic horrors <laughs> versus, you know, mm. the the sort of uh, Ghibli uh, sort of Ghibli adjacent little um, you know, character <laughs> designs. I like I honestly, Trevor, he's as I was like playing it, he's he's. Basically, just like it's it's like, oh, so this is like a little weird bug Dark Souls that went by way of Studio Ghibli, you know, there's that, an that element my, to it. Sure. I mean, yeah. it, it's a game that like, it, you know, very much wears its influences on its sleeve, which is like, you know, especially in terms of, of Souls games where it's like, oh, my God, like, look at this. You you, you just get a soul like you, you, you can you can just uh, <laughs> you can just have a. uh you know, you could just have a, uh, a a thing where you where you hop off and uh, and pick up the souls afterwards. Um, <laughs> well, not to mention, hey, hey, let's not forget one of the one of those references is right in the fucking title. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He is a he is a hollow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> no, you're right. And like, it is, that's a really good point, actually. I never thought of that. Um, but I mean, it does where it's sort of like, there's, there's Ghibli elements and there's also just like, it feels a little bit like, like with the big eyes and the sort of like the, the, the mask, there's a, there's an element of like the older kind of like super Nintendo games where the, mm-hmm. the graphics were good enough to kind of give you a sense of personality, but not so good that you have a um a clear sort of like spelled out um i don't know like a spelled out personality that would be or backstory or, or characterization that would allow you to like pin the pin the character down in this well, case I mean, you're sort of like adding to the mask or you're you're projecting onto it yourself right well i mean but that's um shit what is the is it understanding comics i forget the, the oh author. yeah the scott mcleod book yeah yeah, yeah scott mcleod yeah and he he makes that exact same point that um and this is like hollow knight has exactly that like your main character is basically like a in in a slightly inverted uh like beetle head yeah. with two big you know black eyes and there's nothing else so you can't help but sort of project a little bit of oh yeah it's like when mcleod talks about the 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 um the wall socket where he's like as a human you look at this thing you look at a you look at a plug and you say like, oh, yeah, it looks right, like right. a face to me. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I when, mean, when he talks about, we, yeah, when yeah. he talks about that, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, it's 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 yeah, it, it's sort of like um, probably related. It's probably directly related to the the evolutionary advantage of us being able to identify faces in general. So we see faces everywhere. I agree. We do have a lot of evolutionary advantages. Just the three of us on this podcast. Yes, Look, of it, course. You know, <laughs> well, you know, in the in our case, we have to really check our evolutionary privilege. So <laughs> it's true. It's which, true. which 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 the pale king did. Did not do, I must say, <laughs> that, and caused a lot of problems for himself. <laughs> that a is of, kind of a lot of problems. For him. Caused, caused a lot yeah. of problems. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's like I think also. I mean, you could draw some. There, there's like some uh, answers or responses to something like Undertale in this in this game as well. Um, mm. In that, like, there are there is this sort of like um, uh, regency and and sort of like inescapable violence that does not feel necessarily good but but feels like necessary um i said necessary twice but feels let's not say necessary let's say like inevitable right Mm -hmm. um and you know in the same way that like uh everyone kind of had to respond to uh adorno saying oh there can't be poetry after um auschwitz um kind of like every video game had to somehow respond to (laughs) to um undertale um and like you know (laughs) It, it's true though they did that's a hell every, of a comparison i know i know what you mean i know what you mean no but it's it's true like every every game had to be like okay like how are we gonna how are we gonna respond to the fact that this game just like absolutely said that everything you do in a video game is like horrible violence that can't be avoided um and, and in hollow knight it really is it's it's melancholia like you get like mm-hmm. the, the answer is um we're going to do melancholia um and i think it's such a smart choice because like there is a, a melancholia to Regency. There's a melancholia to monarchy and of course to ruins and things like that. And I, you know, one of the things that I, I really liked blasphemous. Um, but one of the things that I think hollow Knight gets that blasphemous doesn't is that even if you understand it's all bullshit, right. There's still a nostalgia to the bullshit. Like there's still something yeah. you want to retain. Um, and so that's why, like, you can't, it can't all be critique. And on some level, it also has to be like, 
uh, wistfulness uh, if you're going to get it accurately. Well, um, th- th- there's also a sense. Uh, so, so we should probably say, uh, you know, Hollow Knight essentially takes place in this kind of like underground Gorman guest slash Dark Souls type world filled with ruins and kind of castle type structures and you very quickly becomes clear it's like a ruined kingdom that has like a tiny little town that is essentially still still there and beneath it is this sprawling abandoned kingdom that's very very gourmand but also filled with like cute little bugs i think we could um, call it carlo core is that carlo carlo core <laughs> but but what's interesting I always about wanted it to have a core named after me yeah, well now you do <laughs> What's what's interesting about it to me that I think speaks to 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 your point about like the wistfulness is that although it seems pretty clear that you know what you see of the rulers of uh Hallow Nest mm-hmm. um and kind of the 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 monarchy and the society that was in place doesn't seem great but there is a sympathy inherent in its complete destruction given that it seems to have just destroyed everything. Like it's not like right. there's a it's it's not like it like it's a story where there's a thriving society in its place. It's essentially like a tiny little shit town with like five <laughs> people in it. And the beneath it is this giant ruined city that it's not even clear how long it's it's been it's been ruined. It seems probably in, in human terms, I guess, on the order of like decades, presumably. Yeah. I mean it's a story and, about rot, right? Like it's it's right. it's similar in this case to um it's similar in this case to uh, the um, uh, uh, Dark Souls Two, where um, you know the the essentially what you're doing in Dark Souls Two is you're you're grappling with this um, you're grappling with this curse that isn't just making people hollow, but it's making them forget. Right? Like what's important about Dark Souls Two is that you forget, um, mm-hmm. and in forgetting. Um, you 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 sort of end up with this this like world in which both the um, both the monarchy and the uh, the lay people are um, left with no memories and no ability to sort of understand who they are or why they're doing what they're doing. Everyone is 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 fraught with a lack of purpose. Um, and so when you meet the monarchs, <laughs> they're just like they're like, oh hello, like are you gonna? you know kill the king or save the <laughs> kingdom I, I don't know like it it they they have the pomp but they have no power to them at all and so like in 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 hollow Knight, you get a similar thing where like oh yeah like uh this is like this is welcome to hollow nest uh the the king is around or was around or is going to be around and it's just this it's this it's listless and strange and rotted out and broken. You never get a sense that like, you're going to fix it. That's never really the purpose of, of, of the, of the, uh, the game. And, And, and yet on, on, on a visual design sense, as soon as you start seeing hints of what the rulers of hallow nest looked like, they look like you. Yeah, you know, your player guy. And so even without telling you, there's kind of this implication of your connection to it. And I know that there's there's like a fully written out, you know, theory and is and is partially confirmed by the game. But but like, you know, clearly you are related to, you know, the 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 ruling family, essentially. And you keep meeting occasionally other people that kind of look like you. Mm -hmm. And And it just establishes on a visual level that, you know, you are. 
important to something that is no longer important. You are the inheritor of rot. And so mm-hmm. it, it kind of encodes that that wistfulness into the character because you you want to identify with what you see of the collapse, you know, this collapsed city. And yet there's really, you know, that, that identification serves no purpose except to kind of make you sad, basically, where it's well, like, I oh, mean, they, they look like me and they're all completely fucked, basically. I, I, yeah. I also, um, I, I also would say, and, and I have to say that um like every once in a while uh it's it's almost like a, a where's waldo type of thing <laughs> where every once in a while like in the background of some rubble heap you'll see a, a mask that looks very similar to yours mm-hmm. right um, yeah. yeah there's there's the uh what is it the corrupted vessel there's a sequence where you're you're in some very dark tunnels and suddenly you start seeing like another version of yourself and that, that I, I have to say man that really sort of creeped me out <laughs> it's super creepy <laughs> like was, yeah it's it's it, and so it introduces this this feeling of the uncanny right because mm-hmm. there are there there are and a Absolutely. little bit of like horror to it where you realize that um you as the hollow knight there were like attempts previous attempts to make you and they failed <laughs> and yeah, like, 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 and, and like that weight and that, uh, the, the weight of everything that is supposed to be, you know, now your responsibility as well as realizing that, yeah, you're, you're surrounded by cast off, um, you know, remnants of something that might've been you too. Ah, but it even goes one step further than that because, I don't know. Have you have you finished the game or or beaten the game? Not, such as not it is? yet, not yet. But but I, I spoil his now, ass. <laughs> let's put it let's let's put it let's put it this way. Um, I I given what I'm saying right now, I have a good inkling as to what <laughs> what your you know what the Hollow Knight's fate is. Like I know who the Hollow Knight is. And what your fate as a player, you know, like a character in the game well, will might you, be. You may be, you may or may not. I, you, you probably know what your fate is, is in a gameplay sense. But one of the mm-hmm. interesting things that the game kind of hints at or strongly suggests is that you yourself are one of the failures that mm-hmm. ultimately yeah. you, that, that, you know, ultimately you are. A, a not chosen vessel. You are a failed Quisatadarak, essentially. And they chose someone else. And okay, yeah, they they fucked up. And your you know fate at the end is tied up with that. But there's well, this weird see, aspect now, now, of like you you aren't you ultimately find out that you're not you're not the most important one. You know you were around, hmm. but you're not the you you were not the savior. Of the kingdom, although although m- maybe you will be after the fact. I mean, I I was I was also laughing that um, that you know so so basically yes you are a failed uh, Kiswats Hadarash, but you you were tasked with uh, taking out Leto too and. <laughs> A giant worm boy. He's got to go. This is well, this is the this is the curse. Of, this is the curse yeah. of Podside. You're 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 cursed <laughs> to see Dune in all things. Well, he, 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 you know what I was seeing as we were talking about it. Book is, of the New uh, Sun. Is Book of the New Sun. Yeah, this is basically a it's basically a, a, a little bug Severian. Although My I God. will say his his sexual manners and and you know 
respect for consent are considerably better than actual Severian. Um, and although he he does not seem particularly burdened by memory, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> so so one thing that I did want to uh, circle back on is um, the the idea that uh, you, you can't fix this right and and uh, like the this in the the big picture sort of way, absolutely correct. However, as the game progresses, the little shit town. You, you start repopulating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You start repopulating it. Uh, like one of the more moving sections is when you realize that uh, uh, the, the big, I, I love the animations, the, like the transitional animations of like the stag. It's so adorably cute. And, and oh, yeah. that may be one of the very few times that you hear me say adorably cute on Podside <laughs> Picnic, uh, but it is, it is, it's, it's absolutely you know, gorgeous and, and cute and everything like that. And when you realize that he is the last, you know, he considers himself the, the last stag, right? Yeah. Uh, he, and, and, you know, it, it is very much the, that hauntological thing where he, he, when he bursts upon the scene, when you finally find one of the stations, um, and, and ring for him uh, when he shows up, he's like, oh, you know, I, I used to remember that these tunnels were you know, ran with all all of my kind and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And and when you finally find the you know, enough of those stations, you know, and, and and open up like he's like, hey, I could take you to the where, where I was born. I remember now. Uh, and you just see like corpses. Yeah. Of, of old. Stag, it's you know, a like really, stag really beetles. sad moment. Yeah. But then when you go to check, there's one egg mm-hmm. that's broken. And it's like, well, you know, I don't know if it ever comes back to it, but, you know, the implication being that it hatched. Mm-hmm. He, and then, I mean, the implication is there in the text as well, because as soon as you explore that and come back, his name changes from the last stag to the old stag. That's true. Oh, yeah. I didn't know really that. Point. That's cool. That's, that's neat. cool. Yeah, you know, it's it's like it there's a there's a quality of of like small blessings in in both this and and something like uh, Super Metroid's this way too where like in um in Super Metroid uh, at the end of the game um I don't know <coughs> excuse me I don't know how how Super Metroid uh literate uh, you both are so you may already know this but like I've I've probably beaten that game upwards of 200 times just like you know, even even insofar as I had a save right at mother mother brain and would just go ahead and beat it every so often because it was fun <laughs> uh, as a kid. But um, there's a there's a moment when you beat it where you can as you're escaping um, uh, the planet, you can uh, as it explodes, um, sneak down into this area and blow up some blocks and basically save this little uh, family of. I forget what they're called, uh, but they're basically like chocobos. Um, <laughs> and uh, and and as you as the planet explodes, if you do that, there's this tiny little ship that flies away right before it. It doesn't even look like a ship. <laughs> it's like it it it's strictly a a little like pixel, but it it flies away. And like the they included that to be like, hey, look, those little guys got away. Um, like the 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 small blessings of like, yeah, the whole thing broke, but. Mm-hmm it's kind of wonderful the way it, it ended up, you know, you ended up being able to uh, make something out of nothing there. Um, 
you know, it's the end of yeah. this world, but you're able to kind of like save a family or, you know, it's the end of the world, but you can, um, you can, you know, make sure a, uh, a lost species is, is not lost mm-hmm. forever. Well, well I, I, I also got that so- sense when you, when you go around and start meeting in, in Hollow Knight, like the, uh, I forget if they're called nail masters or sword masters, but essentially like the people who teach you the advanced, you know, sword, sword techniques is it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it, it gives, it's this unusual um, sense of like expectation or like things like carrying on because most of the people that you meet in, in, in hollow Knight in a very dark souls way are just kind of like stuck in these eternal loops. Like, yeah. you know, you, you meet like someone who is at, at the top of this weird crumbling skyscraper and they're just kind of like helpless and confused. And it's like, well, that was weird and, and sad. And I don't seem to be able to do anything in particular for them. Um, but, the, but then you, you meet these kind of like old, these like old, old bugs who are kind of excited. It seems like to, you know, to pass on what they know about, about sword fighting essentially. And it's like, Oh, like, there's actually is however small there's there's the capacity for the world to change a little bit and to meet people who aren't you know to to meet people who you don't wind up killing for their (laughs) geo no yeah you're right like it is it is a um you know there's a lot of there's a lot of spilled ink about how you know, Dark Souls is about connection or or the idea of like depression in Dark Souls or like overcoming depression in Dark Souls, all, all this stuff. But like, I think what a lot of that gets at and, and is true, but like, you know, maybe doesn't always always say it as clearly as it could is that like the 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 moments of clarity in, in Dark Souls games are often about finding like one or two people within the world who feel like they are salvageable as people. Yeah. Um, and I, I think like one of the one of the the beautiful things about about Hollow Knight is like you get this so often, right? Like you get mm. the stag, you get um the dung beetle, you get um the the girl. Yeah, Hornet, all right? Is that no 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 no, no uh, I'm talking about the the one that, that <laughs> develops like this huge crush on you. Oh yeah, no, yeah, 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 her too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's there's all these like and the needle masters too. Like, yeah, it's it's this it's this kind of like community of people around your um weird cypher guy um and that's like there's something very cool about that and something kind of like wonderfully open um and 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 i don't want to say thoughtful but like expansive in in a sort of emotional way um that you can have all these people that like you end up caring about by the end i i do feel like there is like a a sense of that uh, a lot of the narrative here and, and a lot of like what, what we're talking about regarding like, so maybe you may not be able to save the world, right? The world mm-hmm. is already f- sort of like, you know, fucked. Yeah. It's <laughs> broken. Yeah. But, but you know, the, the fact that you can make these small victories and, and you know, they're, there's, they're fine and, and they do help you, but in general, like, you know, th- you're not repopulating, you know, the, the city or anything like that. You know, you're not going <laughs> to re rebuild the entirety of, you know, whatever hollow mm-hmm. uh, nest or whatever it is, uh, was back to its glory. So, you know, I get the feeling that a lot of this is, um, you know, el- elegiac or, or mm-hmm. elegiac is actually like a good, a good way of putting it. I think Where, yeah, there, there like, is that element of like, um, uh, at the end of Hamlet, where uh, Laertes has to leave because uh, 
he rem- not Laertes, Horatio. Laertes can't leave. He's dead. Um, <laughs> where, where Horatio. He, he left. He left early is what yeah, the problem is. He left just before Hamlet. Um, but yeah, like uh, where where Horatio has to has to go and tell Hamlet's story. Hamlet's like, okay, Horatio, get out of here because uh, people are going to have to know about this. Like, don't don't let this just be a thing. I want someone to make a play out of this at some point. Um, and, and Horatio goes like uh, he, he, he gets to leave. He gets to live. And like, um, I mean, Hamlet always wants him to live. It's not like Hamlet had him, you know, held hostage and he lets him live. But like in the same way, the, it is elegiac to in hollow Knight to be like, yeah, like this is the story of, of, uh, you know, these people, like this is their story. And it's told through the, like this, this one bug who, you know, for whatever reason got to continue on. The, the the other thing that I think on a story level or on like a like a vibes level, I guess, that that set feels different from a lot of Metroidvanias is is going back to that sense of like you, you are, you know, like Samus is not usually personally connected, at least not in the early games to what's going on. Right. Correct. Like she's yeah. kind of like an outsider in um, Dark Souls and uh, games. Your your kids. It's like you're you fit into a, like an existing role, but um, but you, you aren't anybody in particular. What's interesting to me about Hollow Knight is that it increasingly feels like like you weren't meant to be anything that that fact that you you are like a cast off and the the fact that you you are you are basically like an unperson that yeah. is is doing stuff and you're acting contrary to what was intended to you intended for you cuz like nothing was intended for samus nothing is intended for the player in in most dark souls games you're just kind of like wandering in um but in this it's it's like you're you're doing the opposite of what was intended or expected because you you did have a role to play and you've kind of already played it it seems and you're kind of you're wandering back and there is that that little that little hint of it's not it's not quite triumph i i guess it's I guess it's it's kind of elegy, like you guys were, were saying, of of like, well, you know, somebody who shouldn't or who wasn't intended to to do anything isn't saving the day exactly. But but you know, there's the, that one of those small triumphs is that you're doing anything at all. Yeah, mm. yeah, no, that's a really good point. Um, I I think you're right. Like it is, it is this sort of like, I suppose, making do. Uh, making yeah. the best of a situation, trying, you know, doing what well, one I mean, can. I, I feel like that's uh, slightly up on the positivity scale from Dark Souls because the funny, the really funny thing that, that you know, after playing hours upon like dozens of hours of dark souls it's that was when it occurred to me is like, Oh, when you go hollow, it's just that you, you stop playing. <laughs> like the people that really go hollow are the people that just give up entirely. <laughs> Quitters. <laughs> yeah, when, when you when you uninstall the game, a guy the the, the voice line just goes, oh, "I see you've gone hollow." You you reminded me that uh, at, at, you know the 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 characters here are all very uh, charming and a hundred a hundred percent less creepy laughter. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They don't do a lot of creepy laughter. In fact, all of the all of the non vocal cues are extremely cool and like neat sounding. 
Oh, yeah, oh, oh, I, oh. <laughs> I, I love the 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 nonsense language. The, the, like I I keep on um, going into the shops that I've bought everything from because I just want to <laughs> I just want to hear the 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 shop lady go like bacanada. <laughs> <laughs> There's a it, I I play a lot of uh, Final Fantasy 14 the MMO and and. Uh, I mean, this area shows up in, in other Final Fantasy games as well, but there's an area called Doma. And when, when I first got to it, I was like, Doma, 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 Doma. <laughs> I, just, I could not get it out of my head. I was like, this is this is not helpful. This is not helping See, me in the game. We're, 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 go, we're going back to the Dung Knight. See, this is a Dung Knight that is much more charming uh, because the, yeah, the one from Elden Ring, not good. Oh, no, he's <laughs> no, not a nice man. Not great. Yeah, he's not, not great. great. Yeah, he's, um, he, he does not. He does not have the same the same vibes as our friend here. <laughs> doma doma doma. <laughs> Just like oh no, the dung eater. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! I love him. I love him so much. So, I really do. Speaking of memorable characters, um, I, I want to ask you about something, Trevor, because this is something Please. I that I jumped out at me when I was playing the game. As um, so there's there's this character Hornet, mm-hmm. um, who is like a mini boss or like a mid boss that, that that you fight at one point and then kind of keeps returning to sort of sort of help you, kind of like a not quite a frenemy, more like a friend, a friend antagonist. I, 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 like, I, I guess she's proto man. That's, that's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. Yes, she is. Yes, I was I was I was going to ask you about about proto man and whether that is because I I can't think of that many other game characters like that but as soon as i encountered it i was like i bet this is an archetype that occurs all over the place that i haven't that i I, i'm just not thinking of of other examples of so so that was my question is that like do do you feel like that is like a callback to that type of game character and and is that just called a proto man well i mean it can be yeah i think i think like it's more of a character in i mean i guess it's more of a character in like not even Metroidvanias, but like action games like Mega Man, where there's like uh, a mini boss you encounter a number of times in multiple games, and they they kind of become your friend, like like Birdo in, in Mario. Oh 2. yeah, there yeah, you like, go. yeah, get Birdo, or like even like even the way that Koopa kind of goes from friend to foe, like in Super Mario RPG, like you know the the idea of a mini boss or a boss that you see a lot becoming a friend, I think is a is a fair sort of like you know Apollo Creed kind of thing that that happens mm-hmm. um but as like as someone in a game like this yeah i think it's like it, it is a, a callback to someone like proto man or, or someone like in chrono trigger like magus like this mm-hmm. idea of someone who is not really your enemy in any serious way but in fact is is for whatever reason on the same on the opposite side of the law as you it's, um, it's also interesting how much more of a character she feels like than than the main character yeah. of the mm. game. Oh, yeah. She feels very different from everyone else in the game, where it's like, oh, like she actually seems like she has like an inner life to her, to her essentially, well, I mean, compared to everyone else who just, you know, kind of I mean, persists. I, it, it's weird because I, I, I wonder if that, um, that perception of like more, like a, a more sort of grounded character just simply comes from the fact that she has a stance where everyone else in the game, right, is sort of like lost. You have to help them. Uh, she appears and is immediately your equal. 
I mean, you're, let's let's face it. She was my superior for at least thirty <laughs> tries. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like this is a similarity to to something like Hades when you first uh, encounter. Um, What's her name in the 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 fury that you had dated? Meg. Yeah, Meg. Megaira. Yeah, and and it's like, oh, she's really good at this. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, this is like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> she she knows more about this than I do. Uh, yeah, and I think like you know, on, on some level, this might be a hot take. I think one of the problems they're probably having with the Hornet game is that there is more of a point of view there, and it's a, it's mm-hmm. a, it's going to be a different game than Hollow Knight. Because the Hollow Knight doesn't really have a point of view. He's he's hollow. Like he's he's meant well, to be a projection. You're you're absolutely right, Trevor. I, I hadn't really thought of that, but yeah, she. So so they, the 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 central thing about like I mean, let's face it, Hollow Knight is a stranger comes to town, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. he's the, he's the ultimate outsider in the sense that he is completely like he is also in the text blank, right? He's not. He he doesn't. There's nothing really there. He doesn't. Right. Even I talk. mean, he's like he's like the the JRPG protagonist that doesn't speak in some ways. <laughs> JRPG protagonist TM. Yes. <laughs> um, and and so uh, Hornet not only has a has like a, a a point of view, but also is a complete insider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she she isn't she like if I remember correctly, she's like uh, the daughter of one of the dreamers, right? Yep. She is. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. Um, and and yeah, so she has like, and, and she has a good reason not to like you. And then she has a good reason to, to like you. Like it it is, it is exactly like that. And I mean, in a lot of ways, like in Mega Man, Proto Man is, is kind of like the, the reason that you start getting plot in Mega, in Mega Man. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's one of the reasons that like all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's like continuity now. And in Mega Man, it's because like, yeah, we have to explain why Proto Man hates you now or likes you now or why like (laughs) what happened to Roll. And it's like, yeah, initially this doesn't matter. Like you have, you have these two people, they're rock and roll. Uh, we, 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 we named them that way because of, uh, the, 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 genre of music uh no other good reason um and uh there's dr light and dr wiley you could guess which one's the good guy but like once <laughs> once proto man appears it's like okay what's the relationship here why is this robot master different than the other robot masters um and then all of a sudden you actually have to answer that question and i think like that's that's what hornet kind of proposes for for hollow knight as a game is like okay this character exists in a way that is like expressly different than um than any other character in this game and it, you know more pointedly different than the protagonist mm-hmm. um so like you know when it's different than the protagonist it's like yeah we gotta we gotta actually like we have to write against our protagonist now um and that's a that's a really really difficult problem <laughs> you know well, i mean it, it also oh, makes you think of of like a storytelling both challenge and i guess opportunity that is in video games but but not not most other mediums, certainly not mm. movies or, or or books, but isn't isn't the the vaunted Ludo narrative because it's not actually connected <laughs> to 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 gameplay. But right. You can have you can have these very what should be unfulfilling plot things. Right. Because like if you explain the plot of the Mega Man games, it's it's pretty stupid. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like there's eight robot masters. A, <laughs> exactly. And and even the story of like Proto Man might be like effective for you know a paragraph and then like you're not going to read it and be like wow that's so sad i've been moved but well he's the, prototype the, man like yeah exactly. <laughs> like it's not 
I get why he was created and like why, why, why he's interesting from a, from a initial standpoint, but like as an actual thing. Yeah, of course. That's not exactly. But, but minimal, 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 minimal viable product, man. Oh, no. Yeah. It's just very. Oh, no. Just, oh, no. It's, just, <laughs> it's blue, just like it's a framework. Man. <laughs> yeah. It's Agile product management, man. Dr. Wiley. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is, is that because the gameplay is occupying your your time elsewhere and you're mainly focused on you know doing doing the gameplay um you could have little tiny susans of story and they feel much bigger than they actually are kind yeah. of like what Trevor was saying at the beginning like like the story is there but a lot of it is also absent and it just needs to be enticing it just needs to feel good when you do encounter it you don't mm-hmm. need to sit there and ponder it like and, and, you know, I know there's like fan wikis that, you know, people try to wring as much as they can out of it. And even then, it's like it's not very much. And it's still more than is in the primary text. And yet the story of it feels as if it is there. And you come away with that with, with the sense that I don't think you could get from like a book or a movie of of like, wow, I like the story of Hollow Knight is really cool, e- even though really like nothing happens and nothing is told to you, to you at well, all I mean, but like it I, feels like it's there yeah i mean kurt this is a sort of like narrative pointillism right it's it's mm. just sort of you have to you make the connections if you want right right um like like i i just realized that uh that uh like what was it uh i was just exploring around because i i i hit some sort of weird dead end and i was like well it's, you know also i'm trying to extend you know like my playtime because I, I i don't want it to end right away i wouldn't worry too much <laughs> I, about that carlo no that's fair that's fair um, oh there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of extra stuff at the end anyway so uh so i i i suddenly realized that oh wait the the weird door that uh blocks the the the, the deepest part of hollow nest or whatever is also the has the same sort of symbol is the symbols on it as the door in the temple of the black egg mm-hmm. except that the temple of the black egg has the three seals on it mm-hmm. and i'm like hmm, what does that mean exactly and does it mean anything it's just one of those things that it it, it implies or hints at something <laughs> if you notice it and then the back of my mind just gnaws at it for a uh, while it reminds me of of um and i know this isn't precisely what you're talking about mm-hmm. um but it reminds me of something very stupid a very stupid trick that was played on me when i was maybe eight or nine and i had first gotten you know, Nintendos had first come out and I had gotten a Nintendo and I, of course, had the 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 split pack uh, Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers cartridge. Um, and we were talking about Super Mario Brothers at lunch. And one of my friends said, oh, in the first underground level in Super Mario Brothers, uh, at towards the end of the level, there is what looks like a door on a little platform, but like over two pits. Um, if you get a fire flower and you shoot a hundred fireballs at that, it turns into a door and leads to a secret area. And I was like, oh shit, awesome. And I went there and I, oh, I, I dutifully spent ya. forever shooting fire. I was like, well, maybe it's, maybe it's more than a hundred. I, I better just keep shooting fire. And I must've spent like an hour <laughs> sitting there shooting fireballs at it. And what's wonderful about a game like Hollow Knight is that that would actually be a thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. It might be, yeah, yeah. Like, like, uh, Kurt, you, you're you're reminding me that at times I've sat, I, I've just like run through a level that I've I've cleared out like at least yeah. five times. Yeah, like, and go I like okay, so hundred times and and a secret door, or, you know, like. Is this the wall that 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 breaks? Is this the wall that breaks? Does it break three? If I hit it three times, five times, ten times, <laughs> you know, it's because because it, that, yeah, that's yeah. the other thing, right? Like there, it does feel like there there might be like there's some basic rules, but there, there it also is a game that feels like there might be like a like almost a secret menu to it right <laughs> there's some mm-hmm. secret rules to it and like well this this wall requires you to hit it five times for <laughs> it to crack and you're like fuck <laughs> how how will i ever guess that uh, you know it, it reminds like there's some ways in which like you know the 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 depth or like the the deepness of which you would want to to get into into the game right is similar to like reading or like uh art right like there's there's a way that you know you can you can get into moby dick right like if you like moby mm-hmm. dick you can read tons tons into moby dick if you don't like moby dick you can just read for the plot you know similar to to books like i mean you know you can even take books that are sort of a little more a little less like obviously um you know plot heavy or whatever you can take like a uh a, i don't know like um or, or less like uh, symbolic. So like, oh gosh, like the 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 uh, uh, Scarlet Letter. People complain all the time. Well, what, Scarlet Letter is so stupid. It's just like a story about this or like Red Tra- Magic. Trevor, right? are you are you are you, are you trying to get us in trouble by mentioning many classics? Or, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> you're literature. gonna be in so much trouble. We're, we're, um, we're already pushing it with this one. Uh, but no, like like you know, thinking about those books, right? Like, um, you can take as much time as you want, or as little time as you want. And it is a matter of exploration. I mean, even, even in terms of, of, of art, right? Like you could look at Edward Monet and say like, these are pretty pictures. Um, or you can learn about uh, the way that, you know, the focus and elements of, of um, attention uh, and what he was trying to work against, uh, you know, all that stuff. And then you, you have like a whole historical critical uh, apparatus to work with as well. Like it, it is, it is this matter of like, how much do you want to hit that wall? Like how much do you actually want to dig into this? Um, and, and Hollow Knight's interesting because like much like interpretation, it kind of allows you to do as little or as much as you want uh, to the point mm-hmm. that, as we said, like you can do very little um, and, and, and still kind of make it work. Get to the end of the game in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you can you can rush right to the end if you so desire. Um, pretty pretty quickly, not not immediately, I don't think, but fair, fairly quickly. I think I think I, I maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm, I'm misremembering, but I did I do think I saw like a speed run that was like I want to say like eight minutes and change. <laughs> so wow, I don't I, I wow. have no idea. I, I might be I might be uh, exaggerating. Uh, my, my memory might be exaggerating for me or whatever. I don't know. Oh, it could be, it could have been as much as 20 minutes. I don't know. I wanted but to even, mention, I, I, I feel like 20 minutes is still pretty fast. That's anyway, still I'm extremely sorry. fast. Um, c- considering that, like the length of the last boss fight, even the shortest version of it is not like, well, I'm sure there's ways to, right, to, to trick it. Let's find out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just wanted to, to there, there, there were two things that, that I wanted to mention. One is that the, that trick actually was played on me a second time, about 20 years later when fable one came out oh, no. when, fable, when fable came out. Um, so there's, there's this chapel that, that you go to at one point that shows all of your deeds 
Uh, and and one of them, you fighting a dragon is not in the game. Um, and in indeed, I believe that they later put the dragon fight back in, in in like a classic edition or something like that. Like it was it was supposed to be in there and was taken out. And I want to say I was on I was on I forget if I think I was on something awful. And somebody said, oh, if you max out this this particular spell and then you shoot this this particular um, cart in this one this one like specific town in fable you'll you'll be able to fight the dragon and i fucking fell for it again i again decades later so <laughs> um the other thing they, they, they carefully laid trap waiting decades <laughs> yeah the other thing i was going to say is um we we would be remiss to not mention the the charm system in, in oh Night. yes mm, and how you can combine them in hilarious ways like like uh, the there, like the, there will be a charm that allows you to use your little energy points to summon bees, for instance, and then mm-hmm. there will be another charm that, uh, like m- that, um, I don't know, makes uh, that. Oh, 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 uh, the dung beetle charm, which makes you yeah, smell yeah. bad. No, oh, no, no, no I'm sorry, one. I'm sorry. It it gives you a heroic smell. <laughs> a heroic smell, sir. And so it gives you like stinky bees, and you get surrounded <laughs> by like a little cloud of stinky bees that all look like you. Oh, oh, yeah. That, that I was gonna, I was gonna say that they're they're not bees. They're just like little bug versions of you. Of you, yeah. With That's with so like funny. your little mask, <laughs> or or you can like turn into. There, there's a particular and. and so what's what's cool is that you can you can equip combinations of of these charms that interact in funny ways. So like oh, the, I remember the, the a, shell and the um the charm of un. Is that the one that lets you like turn into a, like a little snail? Well, well the charm of un basically un if you if you figure out how to how to reach him uh is a gigantic slug who is um, if you find like these little tablets throughout the area, uh, is supposed to be like, uh, I'm not entirely sure if outsider means that it's from like outside reality or what have you, but anyway, so much. It's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's great. He's a, like, Hey, what's up? Here's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> and so so then if you use if you equip the charm uh you can basically use it whenever you're healing you basically become like a little like a slug but also you move really fast like a little inchworm but with your <laughs> mask it's 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 adorable uh, i'm sorry I, I i i'm saying it again um but then if you, i think if you uh combine it with the what is it called the it's not the stalwart shell. It's the other one. It's like the one that uh, that basically protects you in like a little force field shell. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, I think if I remember correctly, it it sort of turns you into a snail looking thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, you can like crawl along the ground. You, you you can also combine that one with the leech. I think if it's like a leech or a fluke charm or something, and the you can fluke, like turn yeah. into like a leech and like crawl along the ground. My my <laughs> favorite though is. There's a charm that makes your like fireball really big. Mm-hmm. And then there's a charm that makes your fireball into a leech. And you mm-hmm. can combine them and shoot a giant leech that's like three times as large as, as you oh, are God. as your fireball. <laughs> a huge fluke just you know as a missile. <laughs> it's honestly terrifying. I mean, the, the, uh, this is one of the best things about Hollow Knight, is that like it's dark and like there are dark elements to it, but it's funny. Like it's also quite funny. And like, I think the, the humor in it makes it feel more lived in. If that's a good way of putting it, like it's, Mm -hmm. 
it doesn't feel like, oh, you know, just we're we're in this awful world of of misery. It it feels like, oh, we're in like we're in like a real kind of like this world exists in a very real sense. Um because like, you know, bad things happen in, in the real world and we still laugh about them. Um and I yeah, I just I I I find that so great. Like the the charm system, the the various people and their their silly things. I mean the dung beetle being just like, like emphasizing poop constantly about him is so funny. Um, also, oh, don't forget your first NPC. Yeah, his name, the Elderbug. <laughs> I love that. He looks like just like an old version of you, just sort of like man. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, 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 what's his face? Zote. <laughs> The grumpy old warrior. <laughs> I like him so much. Oh, he's so great. Uh, I love it. Hey, what are you, what are you doing? You're swinging your sword around. He's like caught in a, like a spider web. <laughs> like, probably, probably uh, ready to become a meal. And he's like complaining that, oh no, I could have gotten myself out of that. You know, I'll have you know. Yeah, you're bothering me at this point, right? Yeah. It, and, oh, and by the way, I will say, um, just to further emphasize this game's staying power, the most recent speed run excuse me the fastest speed run is uh 35 minutes or so i can give you the exact time it's uh 35 minutes or 31 minutes wow even better Hmm. um and 52 seconds and um it was accomplished five days ago wow oh hell yeah so uh, people are still you know really plugging along that's any percentage so there's there's others and that's and that's uh so, so I mean, the the thing that I, I always feel a little, a little disappointed by in these in a lot of these speed runs is like, especially like the the FromSoft ones, is where they they'll use like one of those uh, I, I don't know what what they're using, but you suddenly you'll see the characters like walking through <laughs> into oh, the, the next yeah, yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, the glitch. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes That's- they sometimes they'll do it where like you can you can basically request them where they do not have glitches. Um, mm. You know, you did, yeah. The, the 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 again. This no glitches is a is a Carlo core. Um, <laughs> Damn it! I'm the a purist about that. System for speed runs in general is horrifyingly complex. Like I tried to look them up one time, and like it's. it's so I, I feel like it took me five minutes of just reading to understand. Like I to to figure out what to look for for that for for like a no glitch, like no skip. Just play the game quickly. <laughs> it's speed run. But I would say if anyone's interested in, in like, just like community and like programming and stuff like that, there's a really interesting, uh, YouTube on speedruns about 20 minutes long. It's by this guy named Carl Jobst. I talk about it in, in my book. Um, and it's about running the hangar level in Doom one and, uh, and the way I think this record's since been broken actually, but it was, uh, it was a beating a 20 year old record. Um, of getting through hangar in six, or, I'm sorry, seven seconds, and someone gets it down to six. Oh wow! Um, hmm. It is fascinating. Like the whole, <laughs> the whole thing, it is so interesting, <laughs> and you'd never think it, right? Like you'd never think, like why? In what world would it be interesting to hear about how a minute was shaved off a, a speed run in a, a game from like 1993? Um, yeah, I mean, just like the 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 dedication people have to this stuff, and again, Hollow Knight gives that kind of like there is enough here that you could become mm-hmm. slavishly devoted to Hollow Knight. Like you could you could make it your game if you wanted to. Well, and y- y- you know what I think is really nice about about Hollow Knight in terms of Metroidvanias is that it's not 
moment to moment difficult the way that some some metroidvanias might be like like i think that blasphemous is significantly more difficult just when you're like walking around trying to fight like regular stuff yeah i i would say that hollow knight is very forgiving of just you know like when you're exploring um i feel like the the boss fights in in hollow knight are significantly more difficult than something like blasphemous on, on the whole oh, a lot more intricate. absolutely yes but but you can you can get like you can have a good time. There's there's a lot to do before you have to get good in Hollow Knight. Like it's very forgiving upfront. It's not one of those games where it's like here's the first enemy. It's going to take you 25 minutes to learn how to get past them. Like you can well, you can I, walk around as a little bug and explore and and fight stuff. Like it gives you a lot of runway before you get frustrated with it. Even if well, you're someone and, who isn't super coordinated with like platformers. And- are, aren't I, I heard this rumor I, I haven't tested it but basically a lot of the a lot of the the, the bosses are, are optional too yeah so you, oh, you don't sure. really have to yeah, fight yeah. them um uh, there's there's a couple that I mean like like hornet for instance gates a, a significant mm-hmm. part of the game I believe and there's there's yeah. like one or two others. Um, but, but yeah, like, like if you can defeat two bosses, maybe two or three, you can, you can open up, you know, a a considerable part of the map. Yeah. I I was trying to think about if there's a specific boss that, that, uh, sort of like blocks or, or grants you a charm, like a, a absolutely necessary charm or something like that. But yeah, I think Hornet is probably the one that like, you know, the, the, it's a bit of a skill check that one. Yeah, well, it's a skill check, and then uh, your reward is to get, like, the the dash power, right? Yes. Well, it's a skill check, but also, like, I think uh, one of the things that that Hollow Knights absolutely get – Hollow Knights. Hollow Knight. uh, (laughs) Hollow Knights is the sequel, of course, which is coming out. Yeah, uh, that's the third one. uh, Fall 2026. Um, Yeah, uh, more RPG elements, uh, much darker and grittier. uh, Yeah, James Cameron walked in a room and wrote Hollow Knights on the board, (laughs) and then the S had a a dollar sign through it. Um, (laughs) And a cute little bug face. Yeah, a cute little bug face. Uh, But uh, but yeah, no, like, the the, the cool thing about Hollow Knight, and, like, it's very similar to Metroid, but particularly similar to Super Metroid, is that it's a skill check at Hornet, but it's also a check of like, okay, if you don't have any skill at this game, if you find this game too difficult, it is a check of how much stuff you found. Like, did you find enough stuff that your guy is, you know, tanky enough that you can just kind of like make it through Hornet by attacking her a bunch and like take, you know, soaking up damage? Or did you like, did you, you know, upgrade your weapon? And like there's upgrades all over the place in, in Hollow Knight. And that's one of the things that, that makes it so fun and so much easier to deal with than mm-hmm. a Souls game. I mean, Souls games also, you can absolutely upgrade yourself early, but they gate that stuff behind, like you better mm-hmm. explore and figure out how to do this first. Um, in Hollow Knight, it's quite clear, like in most Metroidvanias. And I think like, that fact makes it so much more fun to experiment with. And, and like, you know, you hit a wall and you're like, well, I guess I can go back to that other place I saw earlier. And, and the, there are ways to cheese many of the bosses and the way that you cheese them in hollow Knight is literally just equipping a couple of charms. Right. And it's not, it's not, it's not like, like, like dark souls where it's like, okay, well you need to go, and get this one particular item that only spawns in this one particular spot and you need to use it at this particular it's it's very the the game is the game guides you 
and encourages you to be like, you know, for for instance, I remember the fluke boss I beat by equipping the heroic smell and then just like standing <laughs> on the like like an appropriate platform. And yeah, occasionally just, I had to move, but mostly I just stood there. <laughs> Suppo- supposedly you could do you could do that against the uh, the crystal. Um, oh, what's what's it? The, the, the one the that's spider? up in the, the, crist- the crystal uh, caves one. Oh, the, one that, oh. the jumping you spider just, thing. You can you can also use. The, the oh, stinky oh, gotcha. heroic smell with. Well, I yeah, you're, you're talking about uh, Nosk. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, which is a, f- a fucking horrifying visual. Oh, yeah. boss. Anyway, yeah, yeah Also, yeah. Nosk. Nosk was a hard boss. I, yeah. I I'll, I'll die on that hill. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, but, but that it, I think that um, the way that I approached it was like I found where, in general, like most of the time, uh, it, it, you know, he couldn't get me. And it was like right up against right up against the the little uh, raised platform that uh, that he starts off at. <laughs> like, and then I, I was like, well, well, I could do that on both sides, right? Oh, shit. There we go. <laughs> now we're cooking with gas. And I think like in some ways, Hollow Knight, I mean, people, I'm sure people have compared it to retro games quite a bit, but like it kind of understands retro games in, in, a, in, a, in a cool way because it knows about safe zones and stuff like that which is how like i mean god that's how a lot of bosses were beaten back in the day which is like yeah like uh you know go over in the corner spam this like or or you know if you're playing mega man uh did you do you have cut man's power if you don't go get that first there's an order mm-hmm. of, like that that kind of like knowledge or like um community well, I mean- knowledge of like okay here's how you do this here's how you cheese this here's here's what you want to be doing i mean that's yeah, just I such mean- a specific thing and and having like several avenues to get to a certain goal, right? Yeah, uh, it, that is really something that's really refreshing. Where it, where it doesn't feel super frustrating because it does invite you to figure out a, a way around certain things. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, I I mean, uh, I I don't know if. I mean, we're now cutting into my Hollow Knight playing time. So. What? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I know that I've, I've probably made this joke in in previous uh, episodes where you've been on, Trevor. But uh, but you know, really for real this time around, it's for real, real. Um, but yeah, so so I guess we should probably wrap it up. Uh, I guess maybe any last thoughts. Uh, you know, I guess we could go with. Uh, I, I don't really have anything else to add other than. Like, it's amazing. I want to go play yeah. play some more right now. If I could have been playing it while I was talking to you guys, uh, I would <laughs> have no been doing that. There's no rule that you can't. There is not. However, um, you know, for for safety and um, and quality control purposes, I have to be in a different room than where the PlayStation is. Please, so. please do not do not attempt to play Hollow Knight while operating heavy podcast machinery. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I think I think this. I really it was a, it was actually a real pleasure being able to and thank you for for being able to like kind of think about this game again. Like it is such a. It's just, it's just like a, a specifically cool um, uh, approach to the Metroidvania form. And I never could quite figure out why. Um, so being able to think about it a little bit more has been helpful that way. Like it, I don't know, on some level, it feels special um, in, in a, in a way that is beyond just like, oh, it's very well made. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of what we talked about today is is the reason for that. Yeah. 
my 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 only thought is that I do think it must be said how well made it is. It's so um, well made. My my, oh, my final word. thought on it is yeah, it's it's rare, isn't it? Like to find a game that is both like one of the most complex and fully realized versions of a type of game while also being like one of the most if not the most approachable like this is not a this is not an impenetrable game which is quite a feat given that it's a genre that can easily become impenetrable either through difficulty or through design or just through like the structure of you know having to explore so it is a it, it is a delight to have a game that is you know, reasonably priced, very long, very good, a good intro to a whole genre, and it's just itself very fun and approachable. So why are you listening to this still? Go play Hollow Knight. And also, uh, the 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 Hornet game is, in theory, out in sometime the next couple of months, I think, right? Pretty yeah, exciting. Yeah, I think so. Oh, at least, uh, yeah, that, that was the, the announcement. I'm sorry, Trevor. I was going to say, Carlo, your next assignment, uh, Kurt, I, I don't know if you played this one or not, but uh, your next assignment after you beat Hollow Knight is to go play La Mulana, um, which is like the next level up of, uh, of, of Metroidvania type ex- exploration games that are fantastic as you get through, but have a much higher uh, learning oh, I curve. I not. Interesting. La Mulana is very, very interesting. You have to give it a bit of time. It's... Um, it's not the easiest game. Um, it's very cool. Hmm. I yeah okay. I see what looks like a like a fish with l- lady legs is what I'm seeing when I hmm. when I Google it in screenshots. Interesting looking enemy design. Little little this concerned cool. that this is more of your uh, your cue, but uh, your your uh, <laughs> your cash. But uh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it uh, is it on all consoles? Oh or yeah, is you can just get Lava Lana pretty much anywhere. It's on Steam, okay. but yeah, I mean that's yeah, it's it's pretty much everywhere. I would recommend okay, it for cool. the audience too. if you like if you like Indiana Jones and you like uh, Metroidvanias. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna be disappointed. There you go. All right, all right. So um, I think that uh, I think that's it for right now. <laughs> uh, Trevor, thanks again. Oh my gosh, of course, uh, happy to be here. Yeah, thanks, uh, and 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 hopefully we can we can invite you back some other time. We we, we I forgot to mention uh, or, or, or ask you on for the um, we 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 did an episode on the inscription. Did you check that one out? Uh, I haven't played. Inscri- I saw that you did the episode. I haven't played inscription yet. I really want to. That's it's the, very uh, fun. It's very fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I yes. loved. I loved his previous game, The Hex. Hmm. I don't know if either of you played that. No, no, not at all. Okay, well, there, there's another one. Actually, play that before La Mulana because the hex is is much shorter. It's uh, if you liked Inscription, you'll you'll love the hex. It's um, it's excellent. It kind of went under the radar. It's very good. Um, but yeah, I I've been meaning to play Inscription because of that. Um, that and Pony the hex and Pony Island his other previous games were were quite good. So, um, I'm not surprised that it was a fun one. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. All right, well, um. Everyone, thanks again. Uh, and to everyone listening out there, go play Hollow Knight. <laughs> Imbi Badabuta. <laughs> Bacanada. <laughs> and um, yeah, and before I go, I I will also say Doma Doma Doma. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time here on Podside.